I can't hear it. We're back. We're live. Coming to you live from our dining room. Super fancy. I know. Studio B. <laughs> studio, probably like Studio E. Yeah. This is like our we last. The bathroom studio. We've no, we don't have a off. bathroom studio. We do. When have we ever filmed in the bathroom? Other than. I make all the TikToks in the bathroom. That's creepy and weird. No. It's got good audio. <laughs> There's this guy on TikTok that um, always wears uh, like a dress of some sort and he gets up and he has a really tough time balancing on the edge of his tub. And I'm like, why are you climbing up there? I think he wants to show you his full look. That's my guess. Mm. Anyway. Does it look good? Oh, TikTok. No, it does not at all. Oh. It's TikTok. You just never know what you're going to get. It's a crapshoot and you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. TikTok. All right. So this is episode Ding. number five with uh, opinions that don't matter. I felt like it was six. Nope. You really think it's five? Did you check your facts? No, I didn't check my facts. Mm. All right. Well, it doesn't anyway. matter what episode number it is. I'm Sean. You're Katie. And oh, yes. these are opinions We're that don't matter. We're supposed to introduce it. We get better. It'll only get better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Katie. Is it getting better, though? I don't know. We'll leave that up to the audience. Hey, it just takes a while. If it's you want to rake us over the coals in the no. comment section, feel free. I'm, I'm open to it. But if our opinions don't matter, theirs don't either. Well, I is that fair? That was the joke. I, I was <laughs> everyone who gave me a negative review. I'll just say your opinion doesn't matter. Yep. Welcome to the club. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, okay. what are we going to do to make this a better podcast, Katie? Well, we have our talking points. I was promised millions of views. Oh, by geez. my agency. Get in line. Get in line, honey. And um, agencies do not. No, I'm actually really happy with where we're at. We yeah, are, I'm excited. Um, I feel it's kind of fun because I forgot what it was like to start a channel again mm-hmm. and i'm like oh we got 100 views 200 downloads Ooh, yeah see i don't understand i don't know how to talk to into the mic i don't know maybe like he that. said i had problems with my plosives yeah and i'm too close to the mic you hear my mouth noises so i'm trying to figure out a better way to communicate with you so that you get the full effect but without the plosives yeah maybe like that that's pretty good. Somewhere in between. Oh, okay. 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 Well, anyways. Sorry. Yeah. So technical difficulty. No, but it's really interesting to start a channel from scratch. Yeah. Um, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Eight <laughs> years. I know. And to see like for subscribers and comments is very cool. Yeah. I get excited. And then we have a whole nother little avatar for, our, we have like an Archie comic look for our uh, podcast. And so it's cool when you leave a comment to some, I'm like, Ooh, it's different. It's not just, I'm used to seeing mine forever. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. I'm excited. I like it. Yeah. And it's been great. There's, I mean, a ton of views on YouTube, which I'm really happy about. I mean, relatively a ton of views. Um, I, but besides that, the downloads on yeah, Spotify. Oh my gosh, the LaCroix, LaCroix is a bad idea. I told you, a bad choice. Be burping all LaCroix episode. and podcasts do not mix. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the downloads on Spotify and Apple iTunes are huge. Yeah. I'm really surprised by that. Thanks uh, for listening. Yeah, thanks for I listening. I hope you find this interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something for everyone. Educational. Uh-huh. Later on, we're going to be talking about astrophysics. What? I didn't prepare. I didn't either. I was just going to make it up. That <laughs> seems like something you can make up. As, yeah. The just, moon just, goes around the sun. It goes and, around and around. And there's stars. And I can't stop itching my face. I'm doing this hormone series. It's been going on for a long time. Um, going on, meaning like we're filming it. It hasn't come out. It'll come out in like June or July, depending on editing and stuff like that. Anyways. I've been wearing this lotion at night to try to help my melasma stuff peel off. And man, does my face itch. I know. I don't envy you. But... I haven't put makeup on because it's like just a, just a whole slurry of issues going on right now. 
Yeah, but it looks a lot better. Yeah, my, so my skin is better. For anyone who doesn't know, melasma is just basically like um, darkening of the yeah, skin. Yeah, it looks like weird tanned splotches. Splotches. Yeah. So I have them on my cheeks and above my eyebrows. Yeah. But they've kind of gone away a little bit. They so have gone away quite I am a bit. impressed. And then there's the microneedling. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you'll have to watch the series. Yeah, wait for the series on Katie Morton channel. But yes. I am mm-hmm. going to give a little spoiler. Oh. There was a lot of blood. And that was interesting to see because I didn't, I wasn't warned about that. So I thought things were going wrong when... Uh, oh, when Joe went a little more intensely? Yeah, when um, Hirsch, mm-hmm. plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Correct. Joe is the esthetician? Esthetician, okay. yes. I'm learning new terms. Yep. Um, we're all learning. And I'm going to tell you why I'm learning new terms in a minute. But Okay. So Joe has a, a gun mm-hmm. that's like a tattoo gun, right? Yes, but it's got like, what, 10 needles or something instead of one. Right. Right there. That I was like, oh, wait, what? Because <laughs> I didn't know what they were going to do. Um, oh. Anyways. So I'd done I, my research, but you had done I want to spoil the video. It's going to be very interesting to see. However, that darn thing, when she started using it, um, there was blood everywhere. That should be the thumbnail. Got to get that clickbait. <laughs> Hello, Carpaccio face. <laughs> If you're squeamish, uh, do not watch. Yeah. Uh, um, my face peels again. Anyway, so. Yes. But you do look younger and um, well, you. more luminous. Thank you. I try. I actually mm-hmm. don't, but I am trying to do this thing and make right. it better. Because I hated those. The Melasma is a fucking bitch, man. It's horrible. I hated mm-hmm. it. I felt icky. Yeah. In my skin. Is is that just a, a girl problem or do you no. guys have melasma too? Got to watch the videos, dude. Stop well, doing I'm this. I'm filming spoilers. the videos. <laughs> no, I really don't. I don't know. Yeah, men can too. Oh, Anybody. Okay. It's skin. It's a yeah. skin reaction. Hmm. All right. So well. stay tuned. Yeah, I'm looking forward to editing that one. Is that a true statement? Do you no. ever look forward to editing? No, I'm not a good editor. So. Editor wanted. <laughs> in, apply, inquire within. Right. Okay, so I have a bunch of things to talk about. Laid on. And only because of what just happened today. I want to, I know it's a bad you know, maybe a bad sign to start off with something negative, but I want to start off with what grinds my gears. Oh, let's just jump into being. Um, yeah, I'm annoyed and okay. I need to vent. vent. I need to get it out. Mm-hmm. And I kind of vented a little bit on Twitter because I was like, are you going to rage against corporate America? I don't know. Maybe it's possible. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. However, I, okay. I love eBay. You guys know. eBay. eBay. We have a great long standing relationship. I bought cheap shit on eBay for years. And pardon me, mm-hmm. you buy quality stuff on eBay. I do for a at very reasonable prices. price. <laughs> yeah. You don't buy cheap stuff. No. It's like a a seven hundred dollar jacket that I'll find for like 30. fifty bucks yeah. or hundred bucks. I'm amazed. Because I'm by like, your... oh somebody wore it once. I don't give two shits about that. I'm gonna dry clean it and call it my own. Mm-hmm. Ching. Yeah, love you've it. got a nice wardrobe. Yeah, I love. I, on the other hand, dress like a ragamuffin. You, I've is, been... that, is that a derogatory term? A ragamuffin? I don't. I do. A not. vagabond. The muffins could be offended, but I'm pretty sure you're okay. I don't know what a ragamuffin is. I don't like, either, but it's just because you know how sometimes you let things. Uh, oh yeah, like, slip, like like you you gypped me. Yeah, that's apparently like that's what gypsies. I did not. I didn't know that. Know that. I thought it was J I P. Oh not, yeah. You know, like I don't know. They're yeah, like gyp rock. Yeah. Is that offensive? Uh, who knows? I do know that Indian giver is offensive. Well, and that makes. I knew sense. when I was younger that that was I knew wrong. that wasn't a good thing to say. Yeah, I don't like it when people use terms. You know that are derogatory. So, so let uh, us if know if is Ragamuffin bad. is. We would not want to be that podcast. Mm-hmm. However, we are ignorant. Yeah. Anyways, you okay. do not look like a Ragamuffin. I dress you for the most part these days. I have paint on my shoulder right well, now. Well, that's just your that's your like bedtime shirt. 
This is my bedtime. This is my podcasting shirt. Oh, correction. I will edit the description under your wardrobe. Okay, Okay. I hijacked your story. Go ahead. Okay, so I buy a lot of shit on eBay. I love nice items. I do not have the budget, nor do I think they're worth that much. And I hunt, and I find, and I purchase. And so I found an item that I wanted. Very expensive item. It was a beautiful top. I was going to wear it on to film. It's like a nice pretty color. I thought it would be nice. It was solid and very important when you're filming. This is not the best pattern. If you're not watching, I'm wearing a sweatshirt that has a bunch of scribbly letters all over it. So anyways, um, bought the shirt. The girl who sold it to me did everything right. She put it in the right box and did the, you know, printed the shipping and then go to my PO box and it's not there. And it says it's supposed to be delivered. Then I check out the the tracking and it says it was delivered to the wrong zip code. Like okay. a whole nother zip code. Did she write the wrong zip code? No. no you said she wrote the right USPS address. USPS fucked okay. it up. Surprise, surprise. They're the worst. Hmm. Well, um, they just don't do I, we're, They're not never going to sponsor us. They don't have any money. They're no, stupid. I mean. Drives me crazy. Okay. Just take it. I'm, I'm mad. This is what grinds my gears. Yeah. So it doesn't show up. I contact the seller. I'm like, hey, did you get it back? I, it didn't show to the right place. It says delivered. It's the wrong zip code. I'm not sure where this is. And she's like, oh, they said it's at this holding whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I send my assistant down there. I'm like, hey, to see if it's there. Because like I don't have any numbers for them to search for it. Long story short, the top never arrived. I don't know where it is. No one can find it. So then I contact eBay. After telling the seller, I was like, I said, I'm sorry. I know you did everything correctly. I said, I really don't know what to do, but I did not receive it. And I don't know how to get a hold of it. And she was like, well, I can't refund you because I'm not getting it back, which I get. Well, then I, I contact eBay. And but like, wait, it's mm-hmm. not eBay's problem. That's the post office problem. Well, I know. And so I told her, I said, because it was insured and it shows it is delivered to the wrong zip code, you should take it up with them because when you do priority mail, mm-hmm. she should get her money back. Okay. And she's like, it's not going to because it said delivered. And I'm like, well, I would contact them. I don't know what she's done. I don't know mm-hmm. her personally. But I was just being honest. I'm like, dude, I don't know what to do. So then I contact eBay. They tell me they have to rule on this or whatever. You like escalate the claim or whatever shit they say. They say they've ruled in my favor. They're going to refund me the money to call pay- PayPal and give them this number and then I'll get refunded. Then PayPal, I call them and they're like, oh, you have to call eBay because this does says they're still working on it. I don't know. Long story short, it's a bunch of bullshit. How many hours do you think you've spent? Oh, on? I don't even want to think about it. Because I've heard you on the phone quite it's a bit. More like, I have empathy for your. And I try to be nice because it's just a. But okay. So, sorry. That is. I let, try to be nice because I don't want to shoot the messenger, right? The person that I am talking to is like, I customer service sucks, man. I understand. I don't want to be the front line taking all the shit from people. That's but in the, the job guy, description, though. Take care totally, of Totally. And you signed up for it. So, I'm sorry. But this guy today. So, this is where it all came to a head where I was like, Inside my brain, there was like this little angry Katie, this version of me that was like, ah, like I heard you from the, I couldn't from even, the back room. I was I like, you. I'm going to fucking lose my goddamn mind is when I call eBay and the guy says, I don't know why PayPal told us to call, told you to call us. There's nothing more we can do. Oh, have you gone to your police station to report this? Bitch. No, that's like, uh, this when is people not call a crime. They have better things to do. And I couldn't help but sound exasperated. I was like, what? I said, the police station? But you can't be the only person who's dealing with this sort of thing. Oh, so, And rage. when a company is that 
far along in being successful, they should have better systems in place because basically the girl on the other end, mm-hmm. um, yep. it's her responsibility. She's the one who has a package that was mismailed. It's well, not your responsibility. I know, but I want my money back because I didn't get a thing that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad. I understand. Like, I feel bad for her as the seller. She's like, fuck, man, I did everything I was supposed to. Do. But God damn it. If you tell me to go to the police station. Well, that... Again, just Losing forget about eBay because eBay has nothing to do with it, right? I don't need you to fix it. I'm not I just trying need to fix you to it. listen and be like, that sucks, dude. It totally sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's I the post office's fault, but ultimately it's the shipper's responsibility. But then I feel like they're trying to make me feel like I'm a liar or something. You know, like the guy was like, oh, you have to go to the police station. And I said, I'm not going to bother them with something as stupid as this. I know, right? It makes me think of when someone calls 911 from the drive through you always hear those stupid oh, yeah, that they calls. Like, and they're like, they wouldn't give me my McNuggets. You're yeah, like, well. I'm like, I don't think this is the best use of those people's time. Right, 911. Right? Yeah. Uh, what if at that very same not time, the person who didn't an get actual the right emergency. Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I'm not going to the goddamn police station. I just escalated it, called back. And I, anyway, so I was upset today. Have you tried crying on the phone? No, I don't do that. I more rage, like, give me your manager, give me your manager. Like, I can't handle it. I'm not a crier. I do, I would cry if I, like, was scared or, like, maybe got pulled over by a policeman. I could maybe pull that out. But this, I'm just rage filled. There's nothing I have but rage for this. (laughs) So. It's just so frustrating. Yeah. You're looking at me like you're shocked, but if nope. you, but you would lose your mind already. Would. You would, would have already like read on the right. I would have put it on the seller. That that's how I would have solved well, it. But I've I'm not tried. telling you how to solve it because no. I know you don't want advice. No, but I've already tried to do that and she won't. Yeah, well, give her some bad review. I can't do that yet because it's not resolved. Oh, okay. You you gotta understand eBay a little more, I guess. Sounds like a really exciting anyway. way to purchase things. Well, it's usually yeah, in the- uh, for years it's been fine. Mm-hmm. Will you continue to use it? I don't know. Depends on how they respond. Super annoyed. Yeah. I do love cheap goods though. Fuck. Shit. Maybe I'll try like Poshmark. People do Poshmark. I'll do that one instead. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I even got overheated just talking about it. So frustrating. And I didn't want to lose my shit on that guy. So I was like, I'm not going to call the police station. Thanks for your help. Bye. And I hung up. Because I was like, otherwise I'm going to scream at you. You're mm-hmm. lucky I hung up. Anyway, okay, what's your topic? Now that I've gotten that off of my chest, I'm feeling a little better. We should talk about happy things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I said I was just starting it off with a negative Nancy yeah. we move. Gotta, someone wise once told me for every negative you hear, <laughs> you need seven positives. So Five. You're misremembering. Puppies. No. Kittens. No. Those, those are happy oh, things. Oh, these are positive. That's not how that works. That's not the same thing. Have you listened to nothing in all of your years of editing? <laughs> it's like eBay is shit. But you know what's cool? Netflix has some good shows. No. Puppies are cool. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying puppies aren't cool, but I think you're missing the mark a little bit. Like, Mm. I have a roof over my head. Things are going pretty good here. We launched a new podcast and people don't hate it. We did. And there's another one coming out. Or, you know what? The other one will have been out by the the time this comes out. Yes. I'm getting a little confused on our release schedule. Well, it's because we're two weeks ahead. Mm -hmm. But it's okay. Well, because our we our schedules get weird, and yeah. we want to make sure that you're not without a podcast on a Saturday when you're expecting it. Boom. Boom. But so, what's your segment? What's your next idea? I had negative ones too. Oh, okay. I have positive. <laughs> oh, geez. We're just, we're just to, griping. No, I have a good one. Um, a funny one. Well, d- depends. I have two topics. We could talk about going natural, or we could talk about Brazilian steakhouses. 
What about going Brazilian natural? <laughs> Those are complete opposites. That doesn't. Let's talk about the Brazilian steakhouse. <laughs> All right, the Brazilian steakhouse. So I'll give you my version real quick. Okay. We were in Orlando uh, for Playlist Live, and we met up with um, the Patreon team. And we who love are wonderful. them. We love them. It's just they're so they're, nice, and I would it, be friends with them. Well, you are friends with them, but, but if yeah, they but I'm just closer, saying, like, if they live closer, I'd hang out on the regular. It has nothing sure. to do with them being a Patreon. That's just how I was fortunate. Yeah. fortunate enough to meet them you know yeah and we spent a couple of years you know building a relationship and yeah. seeing them at different events and you anyways wonderful people and um we went out to dinner mm-hmm. and uh one of the people who was or actually the person jane i'll just mm-hmm. say her name yeah jane yeah jane. i wasn't sure if i should hide people's names but i'm like it's not a bad story so no uh jane really looked up a bunch of places in the Orlando area. She's a foodie and yeah. she prides herself on knowing good food and finding it. And I'm not, she also w- worked at Yelp. And yes. so she really knows the system. She knows how to navigate Yelp. Mm-hmm. It, she's amazing. Yeah. Not to mention when you're at events like that, which we can get into that later, you get so stoked to leave what do we call campus at that point. Cause yeah. we're like, I got to get off campus. Like I got to get out of right. the, you know, cause you like have already eaten all the foods that are available to you. You're like, well, I've had sushi once and this sandwich three times. And now I'm ready to like expand my repertoire of food. Yep. So Jane <laughs> picked out a place and there's going to be, I think six of us going to mm-hmm. dinner. It's supposed to be uh Yaki, Yakitoro. Is that what they call it? Uh, yeah, it was something like something that. Something like that. Yakitoro. A Japanese place. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, we went there, we showed up and they told us an hour and a half wait. We were really hungry. So we decided let's walk across the parking lot. Uh, we went to this Brazilian steakhouse, <laughs> but everything seemed a little off when we went in. Well, right? when you we walk in and it's not full and in other places like jammed, that's mm-hmm. not a good sign. It was like a, um, we should have gone to the Irish a Western pub. film where like, you know, when the, the, the doors open <laughs> and everybody looks at you, they're like, you're not from around here, are you? And we, we were s- like, no, we're yeah. not. <laughs> Exactly. So uh, they seat us. Very, very nice people. Mm-hmm. Um, but the place looked a little odd. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that in a minute, why it looked odd. Yeah, and the floor was super slippery. Was like your ever. chair could have been like, shoop, like you could just yeah. slip out and things would fly off the table. Like you could like, hey, Sean, if we were playing cards, I could be like, hey, and just shoot a card all the way down like 20 feet and it would get to him easily. So it was a little quirky. <laughs> You know, things seemed a little off, but it looked clean. And we went in. We were all hungry. And there were families. It was fine. Yeah, it was totally fine. Um, but you could see nervous looks darting around a group of six or mm-hmm. seven people, right? Everyone's kind of like making As eye contact. Realize, like, is this, do we want to do this? We, we are made we all the decision. in for this? Yeah. We sit down. We silently agreed that we were going to To roll with it. Because we're all amenable. And, and, you know, no one's going to get upset. We're all fine. We're adults. So we sit down. <laughs> And it dawned on me when the waitress started talking, mm-hmm. um, we might be in for a show. Mm-hmm. And what I thought was amusing and what tipped me off right away, not the slippery the floor, oh. the wine. The wine. So she said, we've got a fine Portuguese wine mm-hmm. that's regularly $70, but for you tonight, 45. <laughs> And, and she proceeds she, to talk about it for like five minutes about uh-huh. it where has a it silver is medal and, and it got in this award and blah blah blah. Yeah, and we're made by two- Portuguese people in Portugal. She said, and "I was like, well, that's good that it wasn't made by non-Portuguese people." But anyways, she was doing her best, and She's it was very quite nice. The saleswoman. But the half-off part, was, I was like, <laughs> I've never been told that before. Uh, so she opened two bottles, and uh, one tasted like wine, one did not. It was, I don't know what it was. 
uh, it was very jammy. I didn't even know. I didn't realize this. So she talks talks about one wine like as if it's her child, like she birthed it herself. Mm-hmm. And then the next wine, because there's like eight of us, she's gonna explain she's, the next. Bottle. She pulls up the next bottle and she goes, "Well, I don't know anything about this one, but I think it's got it's got an award too. So I'm pretty sure it's pretty good." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Et voila. Also, it was on sale. Yeah. So it was interesting. Yeah, and that then, one was on sale too. Half they off. were both on sale. Mm-hmm. And then the funniest thing to me. So then wine happens. People start getting wine poured to them. Sean gets like whiskey and um, Tom got a beer. Yes. And I never got any wine. Tom just got like a Diet Coke or something like she always does. Very on brand. So then I realize I don't have any wine. And I'm like, oh, Sarah Rose. I'm like, hey, could the other one of the other people at dinner. I'm like, oh, I didn't get a glass of wine. Could you? And she goes, do you want a fresh off the vine? Like a like a grape smushed in your mouth. Like a jammy juice or do you want the pinot <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i took i had the pinot mm-hmm. and then they made us really work for it so yeah we went to the um the salad bar the accompanying salad bar which okay was cool. an experience yeah there's not um, much salad in that salad bar no and there was, there was weird a lot sushi. of um hearts of palm i had some of those i love hearts sushi, of palm. but there was some weird stuff going on <laughs> the uh the lobster bisque which was separating and congealing and like on its own it reformed and deformed oh it was very strange anyway um so we'll make it short well no what i have to to want to share one of my favorite quotes so we come back from the salad bar and i have like some hearts of palm and a little bit of like a caesar salad Mm -hmm. and i forget what else i got maybe that's it i think that's probably it because i like did a couple circles and was like i don't know so i sat down i was the first one to sit down then megan comes and sits down next to me not tanja's this other uh megan from uh patreon and she says (laughs) After we're eating for a little bit, she's like, my, it was a bad choice to commit to these beans. And I look at her plate and she has, she got like rice and beans. And I looked at them and they looked a little mm, iffy. And I was like, I don't want to get food poisoning. I'm not going to eat those. (laughs) She has pushed them all the way off to one side, but they're everywhere. You know, beans just like run across your plate. So she had this black like sludge that had like taken over a plate. And then, so she says, the commitment to these beans was a mistake. They taste like hot dog water. Yeah. That. And then Sarah Rose, so she's like, you want to taste them? And I was like, no, I don't. Mm. And Sarah Rose like, sure. And she's like, oh, it tastes like a pork and beans, like from out of the can. But they're black beans. So yeah. like, why are they taste? Anyway, I got the giggles about 30 minutes into our experience. And I just couldn't keep it together. Like I, it was the hot dog water, the jam, the do you want juice or do you want wine? Oh, and it went on from there because... Every time, because at a Brazilian steakhouse, they come to your table and they serve you meat, right? Like, that's the whole shtick. And every time they showed up, it was something that was totally funky. Yeah, it was like a a Portuguese sausage. Which is totally fine, but it was not a Portuguese sausage. I'm pretty sure it was a Polish sausage or Italian sausage. Yeah, something weird. It was not not what they said it was. Portuguese is usually merguez and it's spicy and like tight. Spicy and red. And yeah. This was like a juicy, plump Adele's sausage, you know, from Costco. Yeah. Um, Pretty sure that's probably what it was. That's probably what it was. Yeah, probably. Now that you say uh-huh. that, I'm like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, so that was interesting. And then they were, like, reserving the good meats. Like, they wanted to fill you up with the... Yeah, the shitty meats. The, the like, fat. Oh, my God, that whole... That, like, that, so he shows that the, rib, I'm using air quotes, rib, that was just fat. And yeah. I asked Jane if it was good, and she's like, well, it's glistening. Yeah. That was her response. <laughs> oh... And I felt bad at first. I was like, "Oh man, I hope she doesn't feel bad about bringing us here," because we were all just laughing. It was, it was. Well, a, and it was our plan. 
yeah. B slash we don't know where we are. That's the only good place that we found on Yelp. Yeah. We're just going to walk across to this Brazilian steakhouse and hope for the best. And we had a good time. And and so we everyone's really kind of shooting time. looks back and forth at each other. And um, then uh, I was hoping I said, you were going to get to this. It looks a little different. In here. Oh, like wait. I, let me finish with the food. Oh. The last thing I want to say. So then when we're kind of like, oh, we're waiting for, oh, Tom really wanted some lamb chops or lamb something. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, we're waiting for the lamb. And I was kind of waiting for like a better cut of meat or even the chicken was like fatty wrapped in bacon. I was like, I just want like a basic thing. Like, is that That was like a salt lick. Oh, my God. Although that pork rib that was a salt lick was delicious, I will say. Yeah. I do not regret my decision, although I had to drink like five gallons of water later. Right. Totally. I 100% stand behind that. That was my favorite item. (laughs) The salt lick. But then our waitress comes by. <laughs> We're at a Brazili- Brazilian steakhouse. Just so Brazilian. And she says, oh, if, if you don't, if you want something else, if you, you know, let us know, uh, I can bring you pasta. I can bring you fettuccine. I can bring you penne. It can be Alfredo. It can be marinara. And she's like, or if there's something else, you know, we can whip it up in the kitchen. And I'm like, what is it yeah. happening in that kitchen? <laughs> I've never been in a place that's like, whatever you want, we'll make it for you. I'd be like. PB and J, please. Thanks. Right. Toasted. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Peanut now, butter, Brazilian, and uh, right. I'll take a Brazilian cheese bread stuffed with I don't know prosciutto. Can you got you got that in the back? Can it you? was weird, <laughs> but we had a good time. However, so the now, kicker. Yes, this is a kicker. Is I want to finish the food stuff first. I didn't we... really eat that much. I had a little. I didn't bit, either. I nibbled. Um, I'm looking around the room just as everyone's talking at our six top or whatever mm-hmm. we had at the table, uh, and Sarah Rose looks at me and says, it looks a little weird in here, eh? I said, yeah. Yeah, it's all She black. goes, do you know what I think is going on? I said, no, I have no idea. She goes, I'm pretty sure we're in a strip club. <laughs> I'm like, what? What used to be what? a strip club. Yeah, and I haven't gone to that many strip It's just not my jam. He's a dermaphobe. Yeah, and looking around, I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. this is a strip club for sure. There's no way that this was, I mean... I'm pretty sure that once we left, they were just going to move the tables to the side. And, and it was going to be a strip club anyways, yeah, I think potentially. It was, yeah. Anyways, that, <laughs> Florida, bless you. Everyone's super nice. Yes. But there's some weird but stuff that, that goes weird. on. Yeah. Um, and man, I'm like, we should have just waited for that other restaurant. It couldn't have been an hour wait. Yeah. Anyway, All right. Well, that it's, was... It's a good story. That was and, Florida. And I haven't gotten the giggles like that in a while where you like, it's not appropriate to laugh because I'm an adult. So like, if I'm going to laugh, I'm going to laugh. So you're not like in church or school or meetings. It's just not that way. But that, oh my God. I was, was like, great. I don't want to be rude. But, but it was like, a good team building experience. It really we, was. I'll remember that. Like you go to nice dinners with people every once in a while. It's mm-hmm. it's nice. But you don't really remember them. But that night I'll remember. Yeah. That's, and that's Tom's it. whole like graveyard of the meats that, that, that weren't what they said they were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. It was hilarious. Uh-huh. All so right. that was my that was my funny story. It was fun. So we've been trying to go all natural. Oh, natural, baby. When it, when it comes to like deodorants and cleaners and other things. I'm trying to think of what we've done. Yeah, soap, uh, yep. fabrics. Yep. Like, so, you know, less yeah. plastic in your fabric. Yep. Um, and man, I'm telling you, natural deodorant is is difficult. That's the best word I can put to it. I found uh, Smarty Pits, which I liked for a long time. And then more recently, it's A, stopped working for me. We're like halfway through the day, I'm having to reapply. And who, who's who got the time? Going to baby wipe your armpits and put fresh deodorant Yeah, on? it's also like a moist swamp. Well, you sweat products. like immediately. I feel yeah. like it makes me sweat more. Yeah. And then I'm having to like dry clean my clothes a lot 
that like blouses I have to wear for like events or filming or interviews. Yeah. Because I've got like swamp pit. <laughs> it's just not working. Yeah. Well. So I'm I'm, back, I'm right there with you. I'm and back I've been on trying the, I'm so back on hard the unnatural to like train. I'm back on it. Yeah, well, that's okay. I mean, I started cheating on the uh, O-Naturel <laughs> deodorant about mm, three months ago. I couldn't handle it. First of all, it was staining my clothes. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's going to be someone out there who's going to say, well, have you tried this one? Oh, after we tried them, you guys. Native can dye your armpits black, just FYI. One of my friends that happened to. And and she called them to let them know about it. Like, hey, do you know? And they're like, oh, yeah, it can happen. Mm. She's like, What? So proceeded to tell us all on Instagram. Yeah. So Native can do that. Sean, you know, Primal, Paste. We've tried. I tried that Crystal Spray shit. I tried oh, Tom. You know what pissed me off about I the tried Primal Paste? Schmitz. So I was using it. And even though I didn't really care for the product that much, I'm like, this stuff is expensive. I'm going to use the I whole know. stick. It's like $15. You know what happened? It broke I got, off. Yeah. I got to <laughs> three quarters of the way and the darn thing jumped off its little screw. And it fell on the floor, and I was like, I was How cheap. I was then. like, I picked it up, put it back on, reassat, uh, reattached it, and then when I went to reapply it, it fell off again. I think that's how they make their money. Probably. You pay $15 for this tube, and you only get to use about three quarters of yep. it. Yeah. But Smarty Pits I did like for a while, but I think it's just stopped working for me. Mm-hmm. Um not to mention, like, when I, I go to yoga and I sweat, it drips white stuff down my... I don't know. It's just too much. It's too much. I tried. I gave it a good college try. But I'm I'm back on the secret train. Although, I did go to buy my unhealthy aluminum-filled deodorant and on Target because I get everything delivered because I'm lazy and I also just don't want to have to go to Target because um, I'll spend more on random shit I don't need. But... When I was doing that, Dove came out with a 0% no aluminum, whatever. And I was reading their reviews and it was essentially like what we're talking about with natural deodorant. One lady's like, it smells great, but I have to reapply twice a day. I'm like, twice a day. And the other lady's like, oh, it dyed my clothes. And I'm like, okay, so it's the same. Yeah. I have the 48 hour stuff now. Yeah. Um, the Dove spray. Yeah, is that I, what you have? yeah. Something like that. I don't I think, know what I, brand it is. I think it's Dove. Let me tell you something. You shouldn't be wearing deodorant for 48 hours without showering. That's like emergency situation or backpacking or something. I say camping. Yeah. But even then, you probably shouldn't be wearing that much aluminum deodorant. The point being, who's wearing deodorant for 48 hours straight? Well, if it's just on, like, I think the thought is it's not just 24 hours. Like, if you get up the next day and you go to work out, like, your deodorant's still there with you. Mm-hmm. That's what I would think. Gotcha. And okay. also, people don't shower every day. Mm-hmm. I know you do, and I do, but not everybody does. That's true. To each their own. Yes. But the funny thing about cleaning products is, um, so we did a bunch of natural like Mrs. Myers and seventh generation and all these things to be like, no chemicals, take care of yourself. But we have a cleaning lady that comes and helps us out every month or so. And she just did not want to use that stuff. She's like, (laughs) she texted me to make sure that I refilled our Clorox like bathroom cleaner. And I was like, we had that. I think she might've gotten it. Mm -hmm. So I bought her another one because like, Hey, if she's personally requesting it. Yeah, because. It as, doesn't do as good of a job. That's right. They get you three quarters of the way there. Yeah. It's yeah. like vinegar can clean a lot of things, but like then your whole house reeks and you feel like a pickle factory. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. So that that's our natural segment. Oh, natural. Oh, and then baby. we have questions from people. How long have we been doing this? Been I think it's time for questions. 37 minutes. How do you feel today went? Me? Yeah, so far. I feel good about it. All right. I got to vent. I got some things off my chest. Okay. I think a lot of people don't like customer service. 
I think natural is something a lot of people are talking about and trying. Mm-hmm. And overall, I think we're, you know, Sean, it's just life. Got to, it's, it's just what we're dealing with. I think I can smell my, my, uh, slippers. Yuck. Speaking of natural, <laughs> natural, baby. but they're, they're like seal skin. I don't know. What are they? They're, they're like buckskin or I don't they're know. They're sheepskin. I think sheep or skin. something. Something. I don't know. They're they were warm. a present. They're warm. And my feet, I'm like, they're my not feet a never present. smell. They were a present, weren't they? No, I just got them for you because you wanted them when we were in Washington. And then I had them delivered and we got uh, home and they were here. Well, thank you. For the yeah, present. you're welcome. It's a present I, from me to you, from our bank account to you. <laughs> those are the best presents. Okay. But it make his feet sweat and he never had stinky feet and now he has really stinky slippers. But That's the end of the just story. Just the slippers. My, my feet don't smell. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because they don't. I, it, like, as if you're God. worried. People have stinky feet. I have stinky feet I when I put them in bad shoes. Never. When you put them in bad shoes that don't mm-hmm. breathe. Oh, you're a man. You don't wear, like, uh, pleather-type shoes for mm-hmm. work or whatever. I also wash my feet twice a day because I'm weird like that. Where? How? In the bathtub. You just step into the, our bathtub twice a day to wash your feet? Yes. Wow. When we buy a hole, we'll just get you, like, a hose-down station. Yeah. You just step in and, like, one of those hazmat where it just sprays you, like, mm-hmm. shh. Okay, I'll work on that. Thank you. Have to raise some more money. <laughs> okay. Let's get into the question segment. So every week we ask you to send in questions, and Katie is pulling them up right yes, now. Yes, we have four of them. Okay. Thanks for sending them. It's opinions at gmail.com. Or no, at katiemorton.com. I'm sorry. I'm giving you bad, bad information. Opinions at katiemorton.com is the email. So this question says, I feel the pot is, first of all, I'm thank you so much, John, for sending this nice and said, I can I say your first podcast was absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Wow. I love the high po- praise. We can only go down from here. <laughs> this question says, I feel the podcast is a chance for people to learn about both of you. What has been the best slash funniest thing you've each done this week? Well, you can go ahead. <laughs> I think um I don't know. There's a bunch of different things. Like best or funniest. That's tough. Funniest is um, Sean and I went out to dinner with some friends of ours and we went to this place that we love called the Tasting Kitchen in Venice. And first of all, the dinner is hilarious, fun, good friends, good times, good chatting. Second of all, this lady on the side of the road, do you remember? She was on a scooter, like a maybe mobility is difficult for her. She didn't look like she was completely, it wasn't like a wheelchair, but it was like a mobility scooter. And she had her dog sitting between her legs on it as she cruised down the sidewalk and she was feeding it French fries. Yeah. And that dog was living his best life. Living my best life, It was, baby. And I was, it's one of those moments, There's, I'm sure all of you have these, but it's one of those moments where I was like, ah, oh, I couldn't get Instagram up quick enough so you could all experience this with me. Yeah. I was like, damn, I missed it. Um, so that's probably the funniest and best because that was a really fun dinner and it's good to see Jen and Jess and we had a really good time. Okay, for the next question, because John has another question. Okay. Says this is personal, personal, but I'm happy to share. I have confidence issues. I'm almost 40 and single and in meeting and interacting with people due to a long-term disability, Okay. you know, he says they finds that some people make judgments far too quickly Yep. and one bad experience knocks him very hard. Is it possible to make friends or do either of you have any tips? I have major issues with using dating apps or online given the bad press and horror stories that I read. Mm -hmm. Keep up the fantastic work. Thanks, John. Well, thanks, John. I'd be your friend. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. we are friends. It's true. Community. Um, Community members. Yeah, sense of community, which makes me think that um, I'd, I'd have to have more information. Like, where do you live? Is it a small town? Is it a big town? Do you have access to different groups of people or is it 
rather homogenous, you know? Um, yeah. And so, but, um, I think oftentimes, yeah, people can make judgments. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just mm-hmm. d- depends on what sort of people you're around. Uh, and I find that anyone who is invested in community, like community centers or outdoor activities, um, those people are more open-minded than let's say the regular folk you'll find at a bar, which I'm not saying that bar folk are bad, but like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like if if you're into going to the YMCA, um, I thought when I first moved to California, that was one of the best things I could have done. I didn't know anyone. Um, I need to make friends and yeah, I, I think finding places where community exists already I find those people who tend to be more opening, uh, open and, and welcoming. Yeah, and I think like part of it is also um, kind of to Sean's point, like finding space for things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Like if you feel like this disability limits certain things, then it's great to find like, I know people don't like meetup.com, but I I do like meetup.com. And I think there there's also Facebook groups for things. And this, I'm talking about online, not as a, like a dating app or a way to like, meet people in that way it's a way to know what's happening in your area there's like the next door app that tells you about different things and p- things that happen in your area people can post different um events to things like uh like your local like los angeles i don't know if los angeles has a facebook group i'm pretty sure they don't but there are uh girls it's like la girls or something there's certain groups where you can like hey, this is a good place to go. This is, you know, so I would find groups about things that you already want to do so that you can connect with your local community utilizing the tools that we have online. And just make sure it's something that's easily accessible. There's nothing wrong with calling ahead of time or having a friend call ahead of time or checking online to make sure that they have an easy entrance for you so that you can get in easily and there's no like stairs and stuff like that. Um, You know, things like that. But I think that like, for instance, in my hometown randomly, Sean and I were like, we're going to check out this cheese shop and they were having like a knitting meeting. I'm not saying you want to be knitting, but I'm saying that there's like something for everybody. I was ready to knit. I, I'm not going to lie. I actually really thought that group was cute. I was like, I could knit. Yeah. I could take that up. Um, so yeah, reaching out that way because we need to have, we need to find a way for people to get a chance to know you and that I think group activities is the easiest way to do that. Yeah. And I mean, you may have a disability, but you aren't a disability. And I think a lot of mm-hmm. people... It really depends on the age range. I don't know, um, but if you if you can find that group of people who are really friendly, um, people look past uh, disabilities. Yeah, at least that's been my experience. People are always, and more more often than not, they're curious. Well, yeah, but they don't want to offend. Mm-hmm. So it, it can be like a, a point of of um, a point to grow from where you're talking with people and having that conversation. Yeah. I know Mariana said that. Um, you remember Mariana from uh-huh. Brazil? Yeah. Uh, Mariana has a, a physical disability where she... Um, she was born without her left arm? Yeah. I think so. Far. Yeah. Uh, right it's by right her elbow. Her elbow. And she said that it was difficult, you know, meeting people mm-hmm. um, until she realized that it was because they were standoff because they didn't know how to how to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. So uh, she always talks about it. Yeah, yeah. Like openly. And even when we were... Uh, we posted something we were in Zurich together and she's like, show what my little arm can do. Remember yeah. her thing with um, Alex and stuff. Anyway, yeah. so, so yeah, I think it's just talking about it. Getting in there. I know it's hard, but yeah. Okay. okay. Last question that we're going to do. We're to two today. Oh. Um, unless you want to do more. I mean, we have time. Okay. Well, okay. We have four total, so we okay. can do all four if you want. Let's do it. So this is from Mike. And Mike says, 
Katie, I really enjoyed the podcast. Thanks, Mike. Both of you have great voices for podcasting and a natural way of speaking so that you sound fantastic. 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 Okay, my question Thanks, for Mike. you is how would you compare living in L.A. versus Washington? I asked because I was raised in the San Francisco Bay Area and then my wife and I moved to Vancouver, Washington. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. When I was 25. I'm now 52 living in Vancouver and have two adult daughters here as well. I would never move back to California, and I'm curious to hear how you adjusted and what you find interesting or different about the two places. Take care. Good luck with the podcast. Thanks, Mike. Good question. It's interesting. It is. First of all, I grew up not too far from Vancouver, so that's like rat in my neck of the woods. Um, But the San Francisco Bay Area is, first of all, very different from Los Angeles. San Francisco reminds me of Seattle. Okay. Just personally. Um, I grew up in such a small town. I, I couldn't, ne- I can't go back. I can never go back. Um, mainly because it's so, it's so limiting in a lot of ways to me. Um, it, I, not to, I love Sex and the City, so sorry if you don't know it, but there's this, um, I think it's one when Aiden has his country house and she's like, I'm supposed to go to the country on the weekend. And like, I'm a city mouse. I don't want to go to the country. She's like, I'm crazy. I want to catch a movie at 10 p.m. and go listen to some new music. That's how I feel. I feel like suffocated by a small town or a rural community. Um, this is just me. And I'm speaking, I'm not, this isn't a dog on, like different strokes, different folks. I have friends I grew up with who like can't imagine going to the quote unquote big city of Seattle. Cause they're like, oh, there's too many lanes of traffic and it's overwhelming. And, and I get that. It is like a sensory overload. I like thrive in it. I love it. I love to be able to walk out places. I love tons of different types of food and things happening and I don't, I don't know. And so I deal with all the, the shit that comes along with that, like difficulty parking, traffic, lots, you know, congestion in general of people. Um, I just love it. I don't know. I love a city. So I think LA versus Washington for me is really about like the size of the city and the weather, man. Yeah. Man. And we don't even have mosquitoes really. I can't Ugh. go back. I can't, can't, can't I, go back. I snuck over the snow fence <laughs> and I just kept running. I mean, yeah, we the can't. further south I went, the warmer it got, the, the less bugs there were. <laughs> right? And man, I can't tell you. We like how leave our bad. doors open in the summer, and there's yeah. no. You guys like, we have screens, but they're not really. Sc- I don't know. Although, yes, I will tell you this. Okay, tell me. The Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. is very beautiful. It is beautiful. However, the warmer the climate gets, so we, we, you come south towards mm-hmm. you know L.A., um, the bugs. Are more poisonous and so are the critters true so rattlesnakes mm-hmm. that's one thing do we uh, have those here oh yeah oh yeah the second you walk at our door you can go towards a trail and they'll be there i've never waiting found, for you i've never ran into one the last time i went on the trail they were like hey bring katie next time so the rattlesnakes <laughs> they're waiting for they're me waiting they asked for me by they're name. waiting for you on the trailhead no but there's rattlesnakes here and also um the spiders are poisonous yeah, true. Not all of them, but, but black but, widows. Yeah, but I've never. Brown I don't. Recluses. Brown recluses up in Washington. Oh, really? They have them there too. But you just learned that when we were back. Larry told you he sees them all the time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was like, are you here? I don't believe that though. They are there. I know they are. God, that's the worst spider. That's the one that makes your it, it skin does. rot. It does. It like eats it your just, skin out. Yeah, yeah, and you can't. Uh, you can't get rid of it. They have to cut. Yeah, they have the, to cut the, the skin, the, the poison out. Yeah. Anyway, we don't have bugs. I like. I just love where we, we do live. have bugs. Well, yeah, but not and not like not black like flies from Montreal, like mm-hmm. that, like bite you till you bleed. We don't have mosquitoes. We don't really even have that many flies. No, it's really strange. We mm-hmm. get like teeny tiny baby 
gnats, mm-hmm. and we get a couple little moths here and there. No sand fleas. Nope. And then the random. Isn't that gross when you go to a beach? Ooh. Like you're like you're supposed to be in paradise, and, and they're like eating getting, you alive. Yeah, yeah, that's weird, right? Yeah. And then there's a, we'll see a cockroach every now and again. La cucaracha. La cucaracha. And then you go ah, and you it, run, oh. or you get angry and you try and I try stomp to kill it. it, and then end up breaking something because you have to really beat the shit out of those things. Yeah. That was when I went to Costa Rica to study Spanish when I was in college. I go into my room because I'm staying with like a family that's hosting me, and I go into my room and in my closet. Which I still don't even know. Is it roperos like your clothes? Anyway, oop. That, that was my no. That That's was my you. computer dinging. Sorry, it's because I have my questions up. Um, sorry for the ding, you guys. Um, anyways, I go into my closet and there's a cockroach in there, and it, they like fluff up like they're gonna fly, and I was like, fuck, 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 and and I like don't speak Spanish that well. I'm like going there to learn. Still don't speak it well. Don't count on me. But I go out because I'd flown all night to get there. And so it's like a mixed game of some words I know in Spanish with like charades. But luckily for me, La Cucaracha was a song. And you don't forget that. You don't forget that name. And so I go out and I'm like, I'm like, uh, lo siento, uh, un cucaracha en mi ropera. I like, I'm trying to, exp- I like don't know what closet is. And she's like, stay here. And then uh, she gets Ugo, her son, to come and like kill it. And then he he beats it against the wall with this broom. And then he's like, muerto. And I was like, muerto. bueno. <laughs> it was such a ridiculous conversation. But I got my point across. Sure. But So we have some cockroaches here. But I don't really run into, like, we don't, they don't mm-hmm. affect us in our daily life. Um, yeah, people are different. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like it. I like, I like it. them both. But um, I like to visit Washington. Yeah. yeah, you like to visit. Yeah, God, my face itches. Sorry, I'm still touching my face. That's okay. I'm not supposed to. Thanks but, for the question. Yes, and it did take me time to adjust, but I think that was just like moving away from home because I came down here for, with college stuffs. Okay, this is from Hannah. Hannah says, first, uh, first of all, love that you're doing a podcast. It's amazing. Thanks, Hannah. But okay, basically, what's the best advice for dating new people and confessing things to them? Like, I have emetophobia. That's when you are fear of, of throwing Vomit. up. Yeah. <clears throat> and, genu- and genuinely get on okay. It's just that I have daily routines, like sleeping with ice packs um, and constantly having a mint in my mouth, even at night. And I don't even, um, I don't eat out or let people cook for me. So it's quite limiting, actually. So even though I cope fine, it's just, it's really noticeable. Um, just when, um, Sean was talking about being sick and like how I would say someone and how I would say to someone before that happens that I may not be as sympathetic as I should. Oh, glad you're better now. Hmm. Cause it's like too, it's overwhelming. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So what's the best advice for dating new people and confessing things like that? Well, it depends if you think that they're, I mean, you, you just want to yeah, you gotta read the situation, read the situation. Cause some people may not do well with new information but they'll be fine with it once they yeah, you know what's them, going on. Give them time to digest. Yeah, yeah. Because dating is kind of tricky because you don't eat out. Yeah, and that's one that people don't quite understand mm-hmm. how debilitating that can be. I, I didn't understand. Well, until... phobias in general. Maybe you start with like phobias. Like yeah. explain it like a phobia. Be like, you know how people are like deathly afraid of flying so they don't fly. I'd explain yeah. it that way. Yeah. Um, and then it's awesome because then you have you get to cook for people. Awesome. You don't eat out or let people cook for you? I I would date you. You cook? Awesome. <laughs> Done. There's your Sean, solution. Sean cooks all the time. It's awesome. Um, so I think it's like making sure they're not a douchebag right away, like having a real conversation, getting to know them a little bit, and then just let him know it's like 
in the same way that people are afraid of flying, I'm afraid of being around throw up or anything related to it. Um, yeah. And I think most people can understand to a certain extent. Yeah. That's like initially they'll think, yeah, that's gross. Mm -hmm. Uh, vomit isn't the most pleasant thing. No. So I can understand why someone would be like afraid of it, but then you have to let them know that, Hey, this is, this is debilitating. Yeah. Like this is why it affects all of this. Uh, This is, and I think that's why the fear of flying is like a, yeah. Or fear of heights. And if you tell someone and they freak out, they're not meant to be. Yeah. Next. Don't I'm fish stop. at the jerk pond. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But seriously, yeah. I mean, if, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. There's a ton of people out there. And it's, I know that a lot of time we spend in our lives like trying to make things work. Yeah. That's not how it actually is. Yeah. It, it, Do you if, want to be with somebody who's sympathetic or somebody who's a. Yeah, you, you know, have to convince that it's a you, real thing. Yeah. yeah. Be like, fuck you i'm gonna be with who i want to be with it's just Mm -hmm. not trust me life's too short that's why people get divorced life's too short blow the whistle (laughs) okay anyway we need to know soundboards that makes the noise for us like a fart noise soundboard yeah (laughs) yeah exactly root toot toot okay Haley, this is our last question hey katie and sean hey Hey, Haley. Haley. uh love your podcast my question is how do you deal with sexual rejection in a relationship my libido is higher than my partner's, so my offers are often rejected. It sucks and it hurts. Any thoughts? I know logically sometimes she just doesn't feel like it and it's not personal, but sex feels really vulnerable for me in the fact, and that fact doesn't make it any less personal. So glad your podcast is a thing. Thanks, Haley. This is not my area of expertise answering questions. So I feel You're like You're doing I great. No, but I don't want to put my foot in my mouth and say something rude when someone's putting themselves on the line oh, and, and okay. offering, you know. Because the first thing, every time I hear a question, I I don't know. But like I'm always, when I don't have an answer, I turn to a a, a smart ass. So I don't want to say anything that's hurtful. Well, they'll get to know you slowly and understand that that is true. I always try to warn people before they meet Sean. Well, I never actually try to warn them. That's a lie. In the moment when we're meeting people, I'm like, shit, I didn't tell them he's such a smart ass. Yeah, and I don't want to say anything that would upset a listener. And so I have to ruin your jokes. I have to ruin your jokes halfway through. He'll be like, ugh. But I'm like, they didn't know you were joking. (laughs) He's like, I had them. I'm like, you did. I know. And I had to stop it. And at 45, <laughs> I think I just need to peel it back a little bit. <laughs> okay. I don't think I don't think that's true. What do you true. think Haley should okay. do, Katie? I think the best thing in relationships when it comes to sex is talk about it. People don't want to talk about it. And that's why sex is so uncomfortable and weird. And we feel rejected and we don't understand. You have to have a conversation. And I think the way, because in in relationships, I think there's always give and take. I know this sounds weird to say, but sometimes you might not be in the mood and she might be in the in the mood or vice versa, but you do something for someone because you love them. And I'm not talking about like non-consensual interactions. I'm talking about fully consensual, loving, uh, you know, intimate relationships. Yeah. And you could be, you could meet them halfway. I mean, as long as it's consensual, you could be doing your laundry list, you know, in your head, like thinking like, <laughs> I'm going to do my grocery list, you know, like. You know what I mean? Just yeah. do other things and, and, and just roll but your eyes. But she's Ooh. actually more into it. So. Oh, yeah. She just feels rejected. Well, no. I mean, yeah. This is tough. <laughs> this is tough. I, if if your partner was on the line, I would say. Yeah, just. Do your laundry list. Do your laundry. Yeah. And then roll your eyes. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. And that, no, I don't think that's very good advice. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. Nominal relationship advice from Sean and Katie. I, I know it's you know, but I think it's talking about it, understanding each other's perspectives, yeah, and and coming to an understanding about what, like what that means for you, because it 
you might, even if they're not in the mood for sex and you're seeking it, it might not be sex that you really have to have. It might be like intimacy. So you could be like, hey, if you're not in the mood, like, can you like rub my back or, or I know talk you want ice cream or... right now, but would you like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich instead? It Is might, that what you're saying? It might cut that sugar craving. Oh. It might be the same. So I think intimacy can come in a lot of forms. Figure out other ways to get that need met. But please talk to your partner and better understand each other about this because like, there's always sexual rejection and libido differences in relationships, but you have to talk about it and you have to work together to like satisfy the intimacy needs of, of your partner. But on both sides, it goes both ways. Right. Does that okay. make sense? Is yeah, sure. Wow, this is a segment that I'm not going to excel at. But <laughs> I can do- sit here, I can nod. You're doing great. No, I know, but... Don't let anybody tell you any different. Thanks, Five baby. gold stars. All You're right. learning. I'm just used to this more, so I I do it more. Well, I'm just not an advice columnist, you know. Well, that's not the goal of this podcast. I know. It's more yeah. like relationship light. Ah. It's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it in that different way. I was going to try to... Like margarine versus butter? Yeah, I was like like wine versus a spritz. I don't know. I hate White Claw, <laughs> by the way. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I, I don't think White Claw is a good spritz at all. Um, I'll, I shouldn't say it's not a good spritz. I mean, I just I don't get the draw of it. It's light and refreshing. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I'm not a huge White Claw fanatic. I mean, I've had a few over the year. The thing that blew my mind was that Bud Light seltzer strawberry it's pretty good oh my god what chemical is that i don't know they oh have my. nailed strawberry though you guys it's like jam like it's, it's like fresh so good. strawberry from a vine when i was a kid like in the backyard what we like, each had one and then we the put sun. it away we're like we i was like i can't do this to my body this is a bad choice yeah but shit man yep it, hey i've delicious. got a a quick grinds my gear oh yes, uh, yes. grinds my gears mm-hmm. um to all the people on an airplane who don't know how to use an airplane you're driving me crazy so people, oh, when the, the seatbelt yeah. Yeah, sign goes on, it's oh, because um, the plane could shake and you could fall down or, you know, like. Yeah, they don't do it just to be an asshole. You know they why the seatbelt is on. Yes. Correct. All right. Well, on the last flight. Begin scene. Yeah. I'm sitting there. The seatbelt sign goes on. The mm-hmm. pilot gets on. Yeah, we're and, coming know, into it's some. It's always on like this uh, from the pilot. <laughs> oh, people's ears! I feel I for their so, earbuds. Sorry about that. Uh, but we don't like it when pilots do it. Right? How dare you? And he says the air is going to be a little choppy for a while. So if everyone yeah. could just take their seats, it would really be helpful. Immediately, people get up. Bing! They take their <laughs> belt off. They look around like fucking meerkats Meanwhile, popping like, out of a hole. Shake, shake, shake. Oh yeah, shake, shake, shake. When the um. The people on the plane that work on the plane, what are they called now these days? Oh, st- like uh, flight steward. attendants? Flight attendant, thank you. Um, when the flight attendant sits down, that's yeah. a sign that you shouldn't be standing yes. up, right? Like Simon says. If they says. end their beverage, like their beverage thing, they're like, oh, sorry. Yeah, they got to put the, the beverage The beverage service away. has to be postponed. So people are standing up on this on this last flight specifically. And that guy with the baby. Right. I was like, you need to sit your ass down. You have a child in your hands yeah. if you get knocked. It was like a baby baby. Oh, yeah. like and fresh the drunk the guy in the seat in front of us. Oh, my God. He stood up and he's he's got three drinks in his hand. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what are you doing? You know, uh, you... Bad decision number one is getting wasted on a plane. Oh, rookie. <laughs> You get You're drunk like, before you get on the plane. <laughs> no, but like he's going to be hungover upon landing. Exactly. Like, so that drives early me crazy. Flight. Like, what are you doing? And yes. Yeah. Just respect the rules. There's not many of them. No. There don't aren't. pee in the aisle, <laughs> pee in the bathroom, and don't stand up. Also, mm-hmm. along those lines, yes. when the plane um, when you're lands oh. and 
people are taking their seatbelts off before you get to the the the, the, oh, you, the, ter- the terminal like yeah the terminal you get thank to you the, uh-huh. gosh i can't think of the word say so okay. people are taking their seatbelts off and they stand and if one more dingbat rushes past me oh, like from a seat to, behind me mm-hmm. to steal my spot like yeah oh my god remember that guy yes oh my god you guys so this guy was drives being, me crazy so there's two men involved in this both we don't know thank god but there was this like younger, skinnier guy with a backpack that was trying to push past everyone. Okay? Yeah, he came like, from like 10 seats behind us like to like... Jumping over a seat, running, like pushing past someone else. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. The plane hasn't even been deplaned. Like people aren't even getting what off a yet. a selfish fuck. Then there was this guy in the, like towards the front, like I want to say like, let's say aisle five, like just out of first class. Big dude. Big, tall dude stood up and blocked the aisle and the guy tried to push around him. That was weird. And he was like, hang on there, buddy. Yeah. Hang on. And he's like, you're not getting through. You puss. I think he said you pushy piece of shit yeah, or something. Something like that. He was like, you need to sit down. And the yeah. kid like did not know how to re- respond to this. And I was yeah. like, good. Some healthy boundaries. Yeah. What button do I press to call your parents? Can you to... just fall through the, can we just like send you through the bottom? Yeah. I don't know. But it was so rude because it was a little old lady trying to get up. Yeah. That's why that guy blocked him. He like couldn't handle. But the pushiness. <sighs> I'm like the Man, me but... first and the gimme gimmies. Yep. Shut up and get in line with the rest of us. How about instead of rushing up and disrupting everyone else? Or pay more for a seat at the front so you don't have to wait, you stupid idiot. Or just ask him, hey, can I help you get your bag down from up yeah. there? Yeah. You know, like help people around you. And he's like no. pushing into people. It's all about him. Because there's no room for two people oh, in the aisle. Oh, that guy. <laughs> but have you ever had to cross in the aisle? That's how small the aisles are. It's like you either have to go like butt to butt or like, it's too tight. Like you're like... Excuse me. Nuts Excuse to face, butt to butt. I mean, it's never weird. good. It's yeah. never good. It's all bad. Yeah. And that guy had to like push past people and do that. It was just so rude. Mm-hmm. I was glad that big dude, that guy was tall. I bet tall you he's one big. of those people who doesn't use his turn signals and turns like three or four lanes on the freeway, cuts everyone off because he's got to get off at his exit instead of going past the exit, getting off or at the like next one safely. Or slowing down and getting over at a regular pace. Right. Like, yeah, definitely. That was very rude. <sighs> Oh, that dude. drove me crazy. We have so many traveling grinds our gears. If you guys like that kind of content, I let us bad. know I in the comments because we don't want to be negative. Is this podcast turning into just a rant? No, we just had our two negativity things. Okay. We had a grinds our gears. That is one of our segments. Yeah, that's true. Okay, cool, cool. Anyway, I'm but just... you guys let us know. If you felt like it was too negative, we will we will perk this shit Oh, shit. Up. I forgot to do show notes again. Oh. Keep me on track. Hey, next time. It can only get better. We'll see you next time. <laughs> You're the one to I make the noise. I That's my only song. The only words I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>